think every day something no one else is thinking. Do every day something no one else would be silly enough to do. It is bad for the mind to continually be part of unanimity by Christopher Marley. Hello and welcome to the Ducks Never Waver Lunch Break, where you get food for thought and can rejuvenate to sally forth. She's Megan the sister. He's Edwin the brother. And today we are talking about my failures, my personal failures. Dun dun dun! And Megan's upcoming failures. Yes! It's my favorite. So we need to update you all on how the crochet challenge went for me. If you remember a couple weeks back, Megan threw down the crocheted gauntlet. Boom! And challenged me to crochet a project from start to finish. And how did that go? Did you finish? Okay. Did you complete? It's story time. Oh, good. I do love a story. Let's let's drink some coffee and start the story. I feel like I really should have slurped that more. That was just disgusting. (laughs) Gross, Megan. Get out of here. Okay. So if you don't know, Megan, uh, there's an episode. What do we call it? Yarn. Why yarn? Why yarn? I think that's episode five, something like that. All right. Go back and listen to that because we actually talk about um, some of the technical things about fiber and working, especially with crochet and so on. So a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, I used to do a little bit of crocheting. In fact, for a brief moment in history, I was better than Megan. I was better at reading patterns. I, I was, I was kind of weird. I, I feel like that's a lot of things, though, that like, for a brief moment in time, you surpassed me, and then I was like, no, my older brother cannot win. I got very competitive, and I would have to be better at it. I know. Like, who cares who's out of diapers first, really? <laughs> so Megan then, in that podcast, challenged me to, to do a little project, and I thought it was kind of chilly here in Michigan, and I would need something to keep my ears warm, mostly. So like I I, ha- I was wearing baseball caps at work and so on, and I needed I needed a beanie to come down over my little ears, my little otter ears, and and keep them warm. I was getting all frostbit. So we, so I set forth on this endeavor. Manny's like, okay, I know a place where you can get some yarn. I'm like, what yarn? I'm like, shh, yeah, yarn. Okay, so she leads me to this scary back alley place. And knocks on the door three times. And we get administered into the the sanctum sanctorum of yarn. We get pulled in through the door. Yeah. Yeah. And and we are immediately accosted by a large group of ladies all crocheting and knitting together. Which, as a side note, everybody talks about for, for young men to meet women, they should go and do yoga. I was like, no. That's wrong. Yeah. Go and start crocheting and be part of the crochet group. They're, they're it's true. We're a very interesting bunch. Mm-hmm. So the, you'll actually get to talk to people there. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for that kind of thing. Anyways, so we get in there and ladies are all very nice. Like, oh, just look around. Have fun. I'm It's like, okay, it's the yarn store. I'm not sure like how much fun I'm going to have in here, but we're going to look. And Megan, so we're already in this back alley. We already got through the secret speakeasy passageway. And then Megan's like, okay, there's a back room. There's a back room to the back room. Yeah, it 
this is the clearance section, which is good for poor people like us. And what we find there is some beautiful alpaca, baby alpaca? Was it baby alpaca? I don't know. I think it was. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll post on Instagram or Facebook the, or both um, what you actually ended up getting. But it was alpaca. It might have been blended with something else, though. No, I think it was 100% alpaca. Sweet. It was really nice. But they had all kinds of stuff. So I found, found this wool, you know, squeeze. <laughs> Got to give it the squeeze test. Very important test. Yeah, it needs to make sure that you can squeeze it and floof it. Squeezing and floofing. And then, so we, we picked that out. And we, we pay for it. Lady, the, the old lady there who's checking us out is, you know, thrilled to have, you know. People. She was very impressed with your choice, as mm-hmm. was I. You right away grabbed it and you're like, this one, Megan. And I was like, yes, yeah, well I, done. I have an eye for quality and expense. But it wasn't even that bad. Because it was in the clearance room. Yeah. No, you, you made out like a bandit. And they even had enough for a project. That's the one thing that's hard with clearance is that sometimes... You find one you really like for a really good price, but they don't have enough of it. Yeah. So you, you lucked out. Yeah, and then Megan was going to get all stingy. Just buy two skeins instead of, and I was like, they have three here. I don't want to, like, run out. You know, I need only half a skein more. And your your head keeps swelling, so. And continuously. <laughs> and it looks good, too. <laughs> so we, we do that. And by this point, I haven't even really decided on a pattern yet. We just kind of have to go get the yarn, get going. Picked out a pattern. The nice thing is this pattern actually came with a um, YouTube channel de- um, instruction. Instruction. Yeah. A lot of them do, which is nice. Yeah, it was really nice. Um, if you want to get into crocheting, I'd definitely do it that way. It's like having a t-shirt. The only thing that's a little misleading is you do the pattern, you read the pattern, and you, f- you figure out what things mean. All good. Hunky-dory. And then you watch the YouTube channel. And, and they do it. And, of course, what they, they're they good at it. You're not good at it. At least I'm not good at it. Not the first time through. So what they do in five seconds takes me ten minutes. The, yeah, I, they need to slow down certain portions of the video. Or have a slow and a fast version of the video. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay. this is what it looks like when you're like just learning, and this is what it looks like when you're actually good at it. So this was really cool, making my beanie, and they start off making you count up to like 65 and, uh, with your chain. So your chain's the first foundational layer, and they're like, don't twist it, don't you dare twist it, and then go back 10 loops into and then slip stitch and join making a ring and then count 500 more and i did all that it was good and really everything was great except for the fact that this pattern had kind of a knitted appearance even though it was crocheted so it had this real um what do you call that that roughly crinkly edge ribbed ribbed yeah 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 that word like it's stretchy, you know, like you pull it and then yeah, it kind of unfolds which, a little bit, which like par- an accordion. Yeah, and I think the reason why I recommended this is that it was what the look you were talking about. Mm-hmm. It's it was it's a thinner because it's more like the knit is going to be a little bit thinner and it's going to have that stretch mm-hmm. so that you can you know roll it up and you can just like pull it tight over your ears. 
but yeah, it's it was ended up being a very very small stitch. So the slip stitch isn't really a stitch. It, no. it, it doesn't count because you just poke your needle through and then you pull the yarn all the way through. So it hardly builds up at all. And the problem is because it like slips and slides. If you pull one tight, it'll pull the five behind it tight. So you do five crochets, right? Uh, five slip stitches. And then in your sixth one, you, you do it and you do it too tight. Well, all of a sudden, all those first five ones that were good get pulled a little too tight. So you have to be very cognizant of your tension. And um, me being the nice, relaxed dude that I am, it started getting tight right away. And yeah, yeah, and I think that's something that a lot of teachers miss talking about with crocheting is tension. And that tension is actually the most important thing. They kind of focus on how to build a stitch. But tension really dictates your finished product. It's if you're pulling the stitches too tight, it's going to start buckling and bunching. If it's too loose, you're going to have massive gaps and it's going to look like it's falling apart. It's going to stretch really easily. So getting an even tension is very important. Yes, to be stressed, but not too stressed. <laughs> be stressed in a relaxed manner. Mm -hmm. I think also when you're crocheting, you just got to be aware that for no good reason you'll start pulling up one shoulder and cocking your head to one side and like especially when the stitches start getting tight and you just like ee! every stitch becomes like very um a monumental task and then all of a sudden you sit back and realize like oh i was holding my breath for the last five minutes and my neck hurts so if, if you're gonna I mean, do even it, even i hold my breath sometimes and i'm like that was intense. I don't hold my shoulders that tight, but yeah. But I, I do sometimes hold my breath. But I do that more often where I, I'm just doing stuff. I get really into something and I end up holding my breath and then I almost pass out. It's, it's an interesting life. Yeah. I mean, I do have it when falling asleep where you're like, did I remember to breathe? I forget if I remember <laughs> to breathe or not. And it's just all very peaceful. And then all of a sudden your, your brain just kicks in and you're like, <gasps> like coming out of water. <laughs> I can't say that I've had that necessarily. But no? Um, no. I'm weird when I'm falling asleep. I also twitch really badly. Like, <laughs> smack stuff next to me. I've, I've like, knocked... Dangerous. Yeah, wow. I've, walked, I've knocked water off my bedside table. And <laughs> Shoot, I didn't... Wow. I, did, we, I have a rule now. No no cups. It has to be, like, bottles on, on the bedside table. Have your sippy cup. Yeah, exactly. Um... So I think like the big thing is like, ha have you like finished it? Like, where are you in in the pro okay. process? Like, so, what what happened? So, Did ogres eat your project or what happened? You work back and forth, and you're supposed to build up to sixteen to eighteen inches. And I'd say I got a good two inches right now. So, basically, right there, you know, and. Um, <laughs> Part of the problem was that I would try to do it after work and my hands would just cramp up. So I, I definitely need those furls, uh, crochet hooks where you, you can actually grab them. Fine, I'll share. Or I have to get my own. I don't know. They actually have some really nice cheaper options that I've been experimenting Talk with. Talk to us about furls. Furls, there's more now, but they're one of the first that I know of that did a more ergonomic, ergonomic, ergonomic. <laughs> Ergonomic. <laughs> ergonomic. Ergonomic designs um, where they they fill your hand better. They're, 
obviously they're very thin at the end and have the hook, but then they have the, more like a big ball at the end. An that actual fills, handle. Uh, yeah, an actual handle that fills the space because if you're just holding this teeny tiny stick and your hand is folded around it, there's not much support, and then that, that's when you start getting the hand cramps. And the, yeah. obviously the skinnier the hook is, the, or like the smaller size that the hook is, mm. then the smaller the stick is. Yeah. So it makes it harder and harder as you get get smaller. And you know, I was gonna say this is very relatable for people like when you did your penmanship class in school and your hand would cramp up. But I was just thinking, how many people are doing that anymore? I don't know. I hope people are still doing penmanship. I actually really liked penmanship. Oh, it was, it was the best. Yeah. It was also the worst because like you would try to do it. it it was time restraints because I could always do it nicely, but it would take me forever. Mm. See, I, I liked seeing how fast I could do it and still pass. But oh. that for me, everything was a race. And then the teacher was like, I don't know what to do with you because you finished everything. And then I'm like, that's great. That means I get to go home. And they're like, no, you can't go, just go home. Even this is school. This you're is trapped here. <laughs> you have, you're stuck here in this uh, school prison until the day is over. I'm like, oh, man. So my, my speedy work didn't really accomplish much. But that was how I did it. Yeah. Once I got into cursive, I enjoyed penmanship so much more. Just because cursive looks so much nicer. And mm -hmm. it's, it's actually fun getting the loops all to go the right way and get your perfect slant and everything the only problem is i couldn't spell so they, if i came to a word i didn't know how to spell all of a sudden my penmanship get real messy to kind of like just fudge I, is that an e or an i i don't know mate you know whatever it takes to is spell that, that word abstract spelling and penmanship exactly i love it mm -hmm. it's like it's whatever meaning you want so I'm kind of beating around the bush. I failed. I had a month. I had a month to make a beanie, and I did not make a beanie in a month. I do feel bad. I could have picked something easier. Again, I thought since like you a granny square blanket. Yeah. Well, a blanket takes a long time, but I could have just had you do a, not a dollar blanket. That's true. But I could have just had you do a rectangle of double crochets and then show you how to sew it into a hat. Mm. But, but I just I just felt like that would be since you've done crocheting before and you knew mm -hmm. that stitch that and you had a month. Yeah, you had a month. Yeah. And um that that, that just didn't happen. Yeah. Oh, well. But are you, know, are you, I'm are, not, you are you I'm, gonna continue? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're gonna the finish only problem it? is the, that now um it's not cold. But I know it's so hot. <laughs> It, we we it, skipped spring here. We just went straight to summer. It, we went from frost in the morning to all of a sudden 80 degrees in the morning. Yeah. Fahrenheit, not Celsius. That would be bad. That Yeah, that would be. <laughs> 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 Goodbye, but, everyone. <laughs> yeah, it, it just overnight. I think we will get a couple more weeks of cool weather yeah. somewhere along the line. Mm -hmm. um, hopefully. But isn't it one of those things that's best to, like, prepare for winter in the summer whatever. yes that's so. true and i like i just i want something nice and warm especially since with the job i have now i'm going to be outside a little bit more come mm -hmm. fall and so on mm -hmm. and my ears get so cold having cold ears hurts so badly you and your ears i think we've talked about this like three times already hey you know i i never said i was tough i never did and just my ears need help okay we will send help for the ears yeah uh, but, but what did you, 
thing? Like, did you enjoy it? Was it, like you said, you were kind of getting tense? Like, so did it stress you out? Did you enjoy it? What Was it a mixed bag of emotions? It was so many emotions. Honestly, I didn't like it at the beginning because before Megan showed me a little trick about how to keep the slip stitches from bunching up and pulling everything tight, it was just kind of futile because I would try to make it so loose, so loose to the point where it was difficult to work with, and it would still end up tight by the time I was done. I was like, what gives? And nothing gives because it's tight. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to say that joke. (laughs) And so... Yeah, sorry. <laughs> More emotions. Tell us, please. Okay, so how did that make you feel? Okay, my hand cramping up did not make me feel good, and it got it got me a little frustrated. I'm gonna admit, and um, there was a couple times when reading the pattern, I felt dumb because it was it was a two stitch pattern, and I couldn't figure it out for a second, and that you know, it's trying something new, so you feel you feel a little bit out of your element, and that was that was difficult for me but honestly towards the end there to the to the point where i'm at now the stitches are turning out nice and even um i can actually see the stitches and go like be more confident that i'm doing it correctly because that was the thing too like the first couple of lines i was like is this is this what i really want to do and then now now the pattern's starting to come through more in the fabric of it that you're making and guess it's not really fabric but you know what the sheet the no sheet you are you okay. are making a fabric yeah so now that you can kind of see it and and the tension is is correct and once you get a base layer um i think it's much easier to keep the tension too not only are you getting better at it but um because there's so much more there already it kind of helps hold the the shape and the tension of the whole the whole cloth yeah the first couple rows of anything is is difficult to establish and that I, I think I mean I still have what you're, you're saying about patterns when you're, you're reading a new pattern where you're like is this really how this goes I don't I don't believe you and then you do it and you're like oh now I feel dumb because it's so simple mm-hmm. but that's like you said that's with anything that you start doing is that because you've never confronted that problem it looks so complicated and then once you know the answer you're like well yeah duh yeah would you continue crocheting? Like, not just this hat that you want to finish, but, like, would you, after it, want to do more? And if you did, what kind of thing? Like, what do you want to stay away from? I'm assuming slip stitches are out after this. So, um, you make these really bulky, um, kind of almost, they almost look like Russian hats, to be honest. They use really bulky yarn, and I've seen you work with it. And yes. that looks like fun to do. It is so fun to do. I use a size 13 hook. I think you're using a 4.5. 5.5. Yeah. 5.5? Okay. You're using a 5.5. That's This one is like a 13 or a 15. Okay. So More it's... More than twice as large. It's Yeah, you're holding this entire tube okay. of, <laughs> of hook. Nice. The, like, that it, one, it comes naturally ergonomic. See, yes, it does. And that's, the, I mean, that's, oh, you know what? We should remake Peter Pan where Captain Hook crochets. Oh. Does does he, he, doesn't he do something with his does hook? Does he? He, oh, man, we're going to have to watch Peter Pan. But I don't think he has a crochet attachment. No. But, like, that would be, like, if he's. I felt like he used his hook, though. 
He did. Like he something d- like that or something. I don't know. I know he balances things and throws things around with his with his hook. I thought he was pretty amazing for having hook as a hand. No, hand. really. The I know. Way but he like, played that piano. Oh, that's what he did. The piano. Okay. I think that's what it was. I he, I don't think he crocheted. Okay. At a, so that would have been really funny, and that would be really good. Like if all okay. everything's crocheted on the ship, okay. like like you know they have all the yeah you know the hats. They, oh. they can actually like with animation do a really good job having the texture of um I know crochet. That, there there's that? this one game Yoshi. Yeah, the yarn world or whatever. Yeah, it's so I, weird. I saw some kids playing it. I was like, oh, they have distinction between knit and crochet. It's amazing. And I was I was trying to tell the kids like look look this one's crochet and they're like whatever <laughs> I just have to throw the yarn balls or whatever they were doing I don't know but I was very excited about this yeah for two people who have never played video games we, we took notice of the video game that has crocheted background mm. like that's the one video game I will play <laughs> I don't know where where are we going with this what so fr- my challenge yeah. is 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 over but not over in terms of that i will continue i will i will make this happen it's just mm. you know some things in life take people a little bit longer absolutely and and like you said you've just been getting back into it i would mm-hmm. try taking it in the car like i know that sometimes I'm just gonna have my wife driving around yeah everywhere. just have your your wife chauffeur you around and just do that do it while you're mm-hmm. watching tv is really good i was going to ask was there anything that surprised you like you've seen me make a lot of things so how is it on the other side like how is it actually crocheting was there anything that surprised you in a good way in a bad way like was there anything that you're like wow i you know i wonder if megan goes through this or like this is what she was talking about or i don't know i think the interesting thing with crocheting is like a lot of things you do with your hands but you can get into a real state of flow where you're not really actively thinking about anything but you feel very connected to what your hands are doing and it's just very peaceful and enjoyable and i think that's what people like once they get into that state of flow yeah i really that's what i really like about crochet is that it's it's built each each stitch at a time Mm -hmm. and you have to focus on the stitch in the moment but then you're also like you keep quickly moving on to the next one it's yeah it's, it's a way to live in the moment for me mm-hmm. one stitch at a time and it didn't cost me a dime and no. it did cost you a couple dimes but did, a, a few you times. know but nickel, it, it, it was good the nickel ain't worth a dime no more you know <laughs> it's very very true okay so i want a challenge now okay megan's challenged yes but she's challenging herself i am challenging myself okay so what i would really like to have is a skinny cabinet thingy box rectangular thing that can hold my yarn and but mostly what I want it to hold are boxes or baskets of my works in progress I have been finding that I work a lot better if I have multiple projects on the go especially if they're in order of difficulty so I have like a really easy one, medium one, a hard one. I find that I work best if I rotate through those that I enjoy. That's interesting because that's what I do with books. I, oh, okay. Yeah, and it, I find it helps me read more. Interesting. I should more. try that. Yeah. I, I have a, a difficult book, a, a, like a medium book, and then an easy book. 
And huh. it's weird you would think that I would just read the easy book all the time and just that would be it and never touch the hard books. But if I have the easy book to go back to when the hard books get too hard, still keeps me interested in reading and I, I can work through all three. I should try that because I do the more like read a hard book, read a less hard book, and I kind of alternate, but I have I read one book at a time. Mm. But I, I should try that. That's interesting. So anyways, I would like a cab. I, I also like on the side note of reading books, like I sometimes will put a book down for a year and then jump right back into it and it feels just fine. See, that I can't do. And I I don't know if it's because of the, the fibro because I, I have spans of memory loss and just certain things will be completely gone. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember. Like, if I put a book down, I will not be able to remember oh hey this is probably coming out right after my uh podcast how's your fibro doing in this month of fibro oh it's been terrible i mean it's got like now it's starting to get better but the past two weeks were awful for for fibro symptoms just a lot of pain i wasn't sleeping at all so that made me really really fatigued one that's been really bad this round of a flare-up has been my anxiety which feels really weird. Like it can be really crippling where I just can't get started with anything because of anxiety. And it's not like I can't figure out a cause. Like I'll just be doing a task and then halfway through it, just have this like overwhelming feeling of anxiety. So what I've been trying to do is rest and not put too much pressure on myself. Cause sometimes, especially like with the whole ducks never waver stuff, there's always so much I can do. Right. Just with this podcast alone, there's always editing. There's always a lot of research I can do. There's so many things like promoting I can figure out. Um, And then there's the shop and everything else. So there's always something to do. So sometimes I get a little bit caught up with all the things I have to do instead of focusing on just enjoying one thing at a time. Like with that point, I I seriously think that forgetfulness is God's gift to us because he would realize how short, otherwise we would realize how much we have to do and how impossible it is. Yeah, I, I, I've i always said the more you know, the less you know. Yeah. No, it, it, it's it, terrifying. I don't know if you ever like, it, this is can be a good thing and a bad thing, but if you just sit down and start thinking about all the things you have to do, it can very quickly become overwhelming. Yes. Even if you write it down in a list. Now, mm-hmm. the good thing about writing it down on a list is then it's on a list and not like some kind of like dark, shadowy sh- figure in the back of your mind. Yeah. And you can set priorities and check things off as you go. Yeah. That's the good thing. The bad thing is if you have too much to do and you're in a bad headspace, mm. you're just going to be like, I can't do any of this. Yeah. And that's that's kind of where I was at. So I just had to take a step back thankfully you were able to do the solo cast which i really appreciated uh and i've just picked again an easier crochet project i've been making Mm -hmm. these bags um or not bags baskets out of plastic bags so where i I crochet and and the plastic bag is the filler so Mm -hmm. that it it grows really quickly and is quite therapeutic because it's just one stitch over and over and over again so that's been that's been helping and thankfully i'm just getting better um, and that's that's the thing with it. You just go through through bad times, and you're just like, sorry, people. It's just time. Mm-hmm. So with the basket, is that on the Etsy shop? One will be really soon. Really soon. Stay really tuned. soon. Maybe maybe even by the time this goes up, okay. there will be one. And I'm just going to keep going. But it's all um, reclaimed yarn. So it's, it's yarn that I've bought for other things, and then I had left over, or I just didn't 
I wasn't interested in that project anymore. So it's all reclaimed yarn and then it's recycled uh, plastic bags. So it's really fun just to take whatever you have in your house and make something. Mm -hmm. So this is actually a better like eco bag than the ones you buy at the grocery store and then always forget in your car. <laughs> because those ones like, yes, they're made out of plastic bags, but they actually have to go to a manufacturing plant and use things up. Whereas Megan is just taking the raw bag and then turning it into something directly instead of chopping it up, remelting it, and then redying it and everything. Yeah. Way to go, Megan. Thank you. Yeah, way to watch out for, I for am. us all. And I think they look really cool. They have, they're kind of like a Dr. Seuss thing because they have like uneven textures and they're like a little lumpy. And I, I, I just find that very charming. They're just very interesting to look at. Everyone is unique. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, I guess I, I have to have a challenge. Yeah, and you were getting to that. I was I was getting yeah, yeah, yeah. So a cabinet to organize all my all my works in progress. Mm -hmm. My whips. Um Crack. <laughs> I have to see if I can find a whip sound to put in there. Um so I know this is kind of ambitious and I I think you're gonna have to help me more than I helped you with the crocheting because um danger power tools. Mm -hmm. Megan doesn't necessarily do danger well. I, you do danger I, well. I, I do danger well. I hurt myself opening my window. It's like I said, like we said, we got it got really hot all of a sudden, and I completely shredded my hand because I got it hooked on something. This is just a regular <laughs> household window. Yeah, this, this is not special. No, I, I just, yeah, long story. But, um, yeah, danger finds me, and I look it in the eye, and I whimper. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're you're the kind of person that the idiot stickers are made for. Warn, <laughs> warning, window might leap out and attack you. Uh, I'm the one that has to read the sign on the door of whether I have to pull it or push it. Yeah. Like, I, I get it wrong every time. So, I will need a little bit of help. I don't know if this is a completely unrealistic thing to do. I don't want it to be super fancy, and I'm planning on painting it. But it's a skinnier cabinet thingy kind of like a book bookcase but i don't know what i want like the shelf spacing to be okay um is that something that i i will be able to do like should i oh, give yeah. myself a month a month sure thing especially if you and i get together one evening okay knock it out and i like i can do some things independently i think just cutting everything like i've used power tools but it's the measuring so i'm really bad at measuring but what i'm excited about this is that to like actual construction Mm. Right, like I want something that's actually like flat as a board, made into this three D object that is in space and is a built thing. Like that's what I'm very excited about. Okay, the only thing is that you're 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 gonna try to do too much here. Is like the only pitfall is you're designing your own piece at the same time, instead of like going and building a birdhouse that has dimensions and has been worked out before. Just letting you know. Yeah, I know. I know. And that's the thing. Like, the measuring, I, I know I'm terrible at. Like, fractions, be gone with ye. I, I'm not very good at it. So that's why I want to do this, though. Okay. I want I want to, because I watch you do it, and I'm like, how? I, but also, it looks like you're not doing anything a lot of times. It looks like you're just looking <laughs> at a tape measure, and then you walk around in a circle, and you look at the tape measure. I want to do that. I want to be that person. I want to be that person who's just looking at the tape measure and ruminates and then like drag something over <laughs> i don't know like i this is my my dream carpentry is the morning is just a lot of standing around and like it looks like nothing's happening and then all of a sudden you have a house built i know it's so fast 
Well, it's I not don't, so no, fast. It's like it? when I'm okay. I feel like whenever I'm watching you in the shop and like helping, quote yeah. unquote. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of just standing and looking around for things, and then I leave for a couple minutes, and you you have this thing done. Like, I don't I don't know how that happens. So I want to be part of that magic. Okay. I want to know what the secret is. What is the mystery? Uh, so do you think a month? I, th- I think oh, yeah. a, I think oh, yeah. a month. Yeah. I know what my prize is. Oh, what's your prize? My prize, if I do it, is you have to figure out how to hang um, my hammock that I got in Brazil. Okay. Because this is the summer of the hammock. The summer of the hammock. Yeah. <laughs> you know how zoos have like the, yeah. oh, the okay. year of the snow leopard. This oh. is the year of the hammock. And I am going to thoroughly enjoy my hammock. Uh, I don't know what my, my punishment is, which we have to get into your punishment. Like, we're going to have to record you clean out your car. Because mm-hmm. that was, oh, dear. It's not even really a punishment. It's, it's, like, it's, 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 so, it's, it's so, so bad oh at gosh. this point. I just am looking forward to having it all cleaned <laughs> out. <laughs> well, okay. Here's the problem with trucks and, and, like, doing things. And you start a project, and then the project gets halfway, and then you get stymied a little bit. And then you have another project going on, and that gets kind of, like, put. So, basically, my truck is now, like, a mini archaeological dig. So, if you just keep So going, many layers. If you just keep going down through the layers, you can just, oh, yeah, and that was that project, and this was that project. And you just kind of go through it, and like, oh, yeah, this all makes sense why this is in here. The history of Bubba told yeah, in a truck. Exactly. It, <laughs> we should we should bury you, um, like, Lone Wolf McQuaid style, but just leave you there, and uh, you can't, you just can't get out, and then, like, we'll find you hundreds of years later, and we're like, wow, look at this man's life buried in his truck. <laughs> Had some nice tools. <laughs> exactly. Look at all these projects he started. <laughs> You're just getting mean. I know. I'm nasty. Okay, so so what is my punishment then? Like, if I if I don't complete it? Mm, you have to make 100 more butterflies. Ooh. I can do that. But, like, just... Oh, that would be actually pretty cool to have a wall of butterflies. Yeah, but, like... 100. 100 of them. 100 of them. Because they're actually... These these butterflies... Yeah. Just to clue you... Butterfly here, pins. Yeah. Butterfly pins. They're kind of purpley, right? Mm-hmm. Purple, yep. Purple schemed and they um they uh, are for fibromyalgia yeah fibromyalgia awareness the, the the color is is for fibro and the symbol is a purple butterfly so, so you got that all incorporated yep in, into one thing yeah so and they're really fun to make i actually timed myself making it though mm-hmm. so the crocheted part takes me less than three minutes mm-hmm. the wire frame takes me two to three minutes mm-hmm. then wrapping the dang thing takes me like 20 minutes to half an hour because it's so fiddly and i'm oh, like, my. so, so i don't you, you got like you got like 40 minutes into each one like 35 35 yeah, so on, you get good at, at, and I'm like, I, I think I will get better at rap. I was just like trying to figure out how I like doing it. Uh-huh. And of course, being me, I have to do each one differently. So, yeah. <laughs> so it'll be interesting with a hundred if I can actually 100? keep making them different. Yeah. But like a hundred, so that's, you know, roughly 50 hours. So you could potentially do it, you know, in a week if you really wanted to. Oh, yeah. If you had 10 and, hour days. And that's, that's well, I mean, it's one of those things that I can like make a couple while I'm just sitting watching TV at night or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I ended up doing. So Do I, you have enough wire? For now. Okay. I know where I can buy wire. I don't know where you got it. You just handed me this mass of, of 
wire. And I'm like, thank you, Bubba. I did not ask where you, you got it or anything. Yeah, don't ask. Because <laughs> I won't tell. <laughs> um, okay, so we are going to share on Instagram and Facebook. If you don't follow us there already, you should. Because we will show how far Edwin got with the crochet project. We mm -hmm. will be showing him cleaning out his car. You will see what a disaster it is. I, big ha truck. I have pine needles in there from our Christmas tree. <laughs> well, it makes a nice aroma, right? It, like, it's it just like keeps it fresh. Christmas lingers on, yeah. the Christmas spirit. Yeah. No wonder you're so jolly. I, I am. <laughs> and then I will get started on, on my my project. And so we'll we'll come back in a month and... Reconvene. Reconvene. And have another loose-formed podcast. Yes, yeah, some, some updates. What we're doing, why we're doing it, and how much fun we're having doing it. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Also, big shout out to whoever sponsored us. Um, we had somebody donate to us, and we are so, so appreciative Very of you. Very grateful. So grateful. Very humbled. We hope we are worthy. We will continue it, to strive. And if it was a mistake, we totally understand. Oh, yeah. Completely understandable. No worries. <laughs> we will not be offended. All right. Well, thank you all very much for listening. We hope you have enjoyed the Ducks Never Waver lunch break. If you would like to fill your senses with more Ducks Never Waver goodness, you can feast your eyeballs on Instagram and Facebook. Touch some of our beautiful pieces that we will ship right to your door by ordering them through Etsy. Or you can continue hearing us on this magnificent culmination of auditory recordation. Donation buckets are in the description for you to invest in the betterment of this podcast. We will work diligently to read and present interesting topics. Your hard-earned money will be joyously and gratefully spent to improve your lunch break. Want to keep your hard-earned money? And who doesn't? You can still support us and yourself by rating, reviewing, subscribing, and sharing this here podcast with all the other ducks in your life. Stay quacky.